We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Jacob Albrocht, Tommy Castor. This is Sports Daily on Wichita's number one sports radio, 97.5 and 1240 KFH. And welcome in, everybody, to a Tuesday edition of Sports Daily. It is the uh, countdown to Christmas. What are we, about five days away now? Hope everybody is having a great start to the work week. It's going to be one of those where just all of a sudden we get to the weekend and boom, we're a couple of days away with the holiday on Sunday. So we'll try and make the time go a little faster as we all count down the days to the big day. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Jacob Albrocht here alongside Tommy Castor, Jad Chambers producing for us. Uh, it is uh, it is an interesting time of the year because we're coming down the home stretch of the NFL season. We're about to be in conference play for college basketball, and we're sort of on the eve of the reality of, like, big-time bowl season. We've had a few games sprinkled in here and there, but uh, we'll get a look ahead now as we know which players are playing in the Sugar Bowl, K-State-Bama. We'll look ahead to that a little bit. Heard from Chris Kleiman yesterday for the Cats. We'll do that a little later in the program. Uh, We will talk about a significant injury in the NFL that potentially uh, could drastically increase the chances of Patrick Mahomes winning an MVP. Jalen Hurts will miss at least some time, it sounds like. We'll get into that. Uh, But Tommy, and you'll have to forgive me on this because when these sorts of stories happen, but they happen in like the vernacular of social media i have a really hard time following them so i see trending yesterday chief's twitter i'm like okay well that can't be good like as somebody you know what what's happened here and and it took me like an hour to figure out what was happening and and I, then i i finally got it that the the they person that dresses up in the wolf costume as one of these super fans you know in the nfl is apparently 
allegedly a, also a bank robber or something. I, I'm going to have to have you help me here, Tommy, because I work in a world of like, just give it to me straight so I can understand it. When these things happen on Twitter, now it's like, I, even when I try to look up like a news article about it, it's like, oh, a Reddit sleuth d d discovered this and they're trying to match this and that and this and that. And I'm like, well, it, so did the wolf guy get arrested for being a bank robber? Like, did police say it's the same guy or what, what are we doing here? I, I'm very uh, confused in, in is this real or is this just people on the Internet wanting it to be real? Yeah, I know right about as much as you do. Like, I, I don't really know a lot more than that. Uh, my understanding is that, yeah, he's a super fan. We're not talking about actual Casey Wolf, right? We're not talking about the actual mascot not the mascot. for the Chiefs. We're talking yeah. about a super fan who dresses up like a wolf, calls himself Chiefsaholic, and he has made um, waves on, on social media for a while because uh, he's the same guy that lays down a bunch of money on bets for the Chiefs. We're talking like tens of thousands of dollars for the Chiefs to cover spreads, and I, I think he put down... 80 some thousand dollars for Kansas City to beat the Bills earlier this summer that bet obviously didn't cash uh so you know the, that's kind of how he's been known I guess he travels to maybe all the road games or a, a good portion of the road games uh and there was some concern over the weekend apparently because he was not active on Twitter during the Chiefs game um, against the Texans and people were wondering what was going on and some people were concerned about his well-being uh, and I guess due to internet detectives they were able to find out that allegedly this guy was not active on Twitter because he was in jail and he's been accused of robbing banks. Allegedly. Allegedly he's been accused of uh, I don't know exactly what's going on but accused I, of I robbing banks. I think it's as simple as there was a picture of the bank right. robber in a mask that looked the same as the mask that the 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 fan wears to a Chiefs game. That's what I mean. Like people are saying this as if it's gospel, but I don't think we have any evidence that that's the same person. Well, I think that 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 actual picture has been debunked as like an old picture from years ago. Yeah, but so, I think see, that this, I'm... but this whole thing I think has continued because somebody found the booking report and i think it happened in oklahoma found a booking report of this guy um and they were able to i guess deduce that it's the same guy on twitter i don't know i mean this is not and, and i, I want to get your take on this because you have been a journalist for a long time oh it's, it's and, ridiculous you know you yeah. follow i'm sure a certain standard when it comes to you know responsible yeah. reporting and confirming sources and all of that this literally has none of it this is just social media talking about a guy totally. who is a diehard chiefs fan who lays down a bunch of money that allegedly is robbing banks there there is uh there is no reason for people to tell the truth on social media that's the problem with social media and, and the other problem is people believe anything that they see right um so as people are wondering aloud if this could be the same guy like uh they're just people take it as gospel and like oh my god this is the truth and that's what i'm having a hard time with with this story i'm like is this is this actually like confirmed and has happened or are people just wanting to make the jokes and pretend like it happened and i think at this point it's still the latter um i remember i'll give you the first time that i and this is like a hard left turn and far more serious and horrible but the first time that i learned that we're using Twitter as an example, and this was this this was Twitter that I saw this, where it was just an absolute 
ridiculous people speaking as if things are truth when they're not and it could get you know really bad for somebody when the when the uh, Boston Marathon bombing happened that was the first event because I had just sort of come around to Twitter I think at that point don't remember what year or anything like that but I had just sort of come around to it and I was like oh this is great I get like up to the second you know at that point I, I was on for Texas Ranger news like during games I was like it's fun to follow along with a game with some of the reporters and get the you know, go get the information real fast well, that night when the night that it, you know, after it had happened, that first night, it, these internet sleuths, right, these these people who just scour social media and, like, borderline conspiracy theorists, like, pinned the thing when they were still looking for the suspects on this random person. And, I mean, it was like a manhunt, and everyone was like, oh, my God, this is the guy. I know that guy, blah, 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 blah. And it wasn't that guy. Like, it totally wasn't <laughs> that guy at all. Yeah. And, and so, like— it was like, well, holy crap, half the country, millions and millions and millions and millions of people were like wildfire putting this information out. There wasn't true at all, like not even close. And that was when I was like, okay, like let's, let's, uh, let's take this for what it is. And this happens all the time now, and now we're, you know, we're used to it and we're accustomed to it and we see it. And sometimes that, you know, guerrilla journalism is okay, but most of the time there are reasons for fact-checking and all these things. So when I see stories like this, while everyone else is having a great time, like, oh, my God, I can't believe it. This is so true. Let me just blast this thing all over the Internet and all these guys and have, like, yeah, but are we really sure that it's the same person here? I, I don't know, and and so yeah. I don't believe, you know, I just sort of step back from most of this stuff until we get some, you know, some reporting that's been vetted in, in any way, like, like in any way possible. And so this stuff happens and then everyone, you know, wants to just say it's true. And I don't know if it's true. And I'll, I guess I'll wait to see. It's a hell of a story if it is yeah, true. Yeah, it is. And, and and that's why it's caught on like wildfire because of how incredibly insane this story is. If it turns out to be accurate because of the fact that this person has laid down so much money on Kansas City betting them uh, and has basically had a chief's obsession and has bankrolled his chief's obsession by allegedly robbing banks. I mean, come on, like you can't make this stuff up. Uh, it, it's well, maybe you, know, you can make it up. Well, you, that's that's the, true. You could. That's the, but it, that's it, the it sounds like a, it sounds like a movie script. It sounds like something you would go, you know, and watch in theaters. And what is even adding fuel to the fire is it's getting mainstream attention. I don't know if you saw Pat McAfee has been tweeting about it for the last 24 hours or so, you know, talking about how incredibly ridiculous it is. Um, and so that's adding fuel to the fire also. I mean, don't. I guess the, the whole point in this is don't ever let the facts get in the way of a good story, right? I mean, that's basically what it comes down to. Yeah, it's, um, hmm. It's, it's just, yeah, it's just social media fodder at this point uh we'll see I, I mean i don't know what will ever confirm this unless unless like law enforcement comes out and says yeah this is xyz i don't even know how you'd prove it at that point it might be difficult i i don't know yeah. but it, it is a story that lit up and and that's what happens and you know it's just uh it's just as it's just as silly as it sounds and you know somebody was robbing banks that's uh we can have fun with it and make fun of it. And that's, to me, like the only purpose for for social media is to laugh. 
Um, and so I'm glad that, you know, this situation has brought a chuckle one way or the other, but yeah, let's, let's, we gotta, I mean, we gotta at least make sure it's, it's an actual thing and not just people wanting it to be a thing because they saw a fake picture of a, you know, I I don't know. I just wonder, I wonder, uh, you know, regardless if this turns out to be true or false, it's going to make a really good movie. And I wonder, well, yeah, now you just make it a movie, right? Yeah. And I wonder who would play chief Saholic. In well, you know, what was that old, like, Celtics movie with the tall bad guy from Home Alone uh, where oh, they kidnapped— uh, Celtic Pride, right? Celtic Pride, and they kidnapped, yeah. what, a player, and, yeah. and you know, it's it's got that feel to it sure. to some degree. Like, this sounds like a perfect vehicle for somebody like Mark Wahlberg, maybe, to come in and play Chiefsaholic and— wear the wolf thing and he's robbing banks while he's going to football games and he's no i think you'd have to have you you wouldn't want like a action star you'd have to have because it'd have to surprise you a little bit right like it'd be because because mark Wahlberg, people could be like oh that's that guy's a bank robber right like he's because he kind of he kind of acts tough and is tough and looks tough all that you'd have to get like uh oh what's one of the like owen wilson the blonde-headed one sure yeah yeah we're like real unassuming or or who's uh Jason Bateman might be a good because oh, he's a Chiefs fan, right? Yeah, yeah, Bateman, sure. we, it, real unassuming. Nobody'd ever suspect him of being a bank robber, and then all of a sudden he except he did play a drug dealer in Ozark. I, I know. So he he has know. okay. Who's who plays Ted Lasso? What's that guy's name? He's Jason a Chiefs Sudeikis. fan too. He's a Chiefs yeah. fan. Sudeikis, although could do he it. played a drug dealer in We're the Millers. I mean, all these guys are playing. What about Paul Rudd? Paul Rudd would be a perfect choice. Yeah, Paul Rudd could do it to play sure. Chiefsaholic. I like that. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. And and whether the story is true or not, you know, it's Hollywood. They'll make it true. And if people <laughs> believe. I mean, this guy, it, whether if Chief Zaholic really isn't a bank robber, he's screwed because now everyone's just going to think he's a bank robber. Here's a better person. How about Eric Stone Street? Because apparently Chief Zaholic is a K-State fan and a Chiefs fan. And that sounds like Eric Stone Street to a T. That'd be perfect. It, it, yep. Uh, Eric Stone Street is very noted on both of those fronts. Could work. Um, it's. I, I just like these kinds of things like it, if there are never moments that make me feel way too old, it's those where I'm just like, you know what? <laughs> I don't I don't have the energy for this. Like I don't like just talk to me when we get something confirmed here. Like I don't want yeah. to invest the emotional uh, thing into this because because it is a, it's a crazy story if it's true. But like I don't want to like look it up and try and figure out if I don't have time for that. I don't have the energy for that. Uh, but that's that's out there. That was like the big story yesterday. Um, so have fun with it if you want to. If you want to go down that rabbit hole, you're more than welcome to. As we uh, as we look at it and and wonder, is the Wolf Man really a bank robber? We'll see. I guess time. <laughs> I can't will tell. believe this is a topic that we're talking I know. about. I know it had to be. It had we had to come out of the gates with it. It's it was like the the, the top thing yesterday. Eight six nine twelve forty is the number to call uh, on it or anything else. So we'll make our way through here today. We'll actually talk some real Chiefs football. We have Dan Israel coming up at the top of the next hour for our weekly Tuesday visits. Looking forward to that as the Chiefs are, they're not stumbling because they're winning games, but they're stumbling by the standard of being the best team in football. So we'll talk to Dan Israel about that a little bit, um, and we'll have other Chiefs conversations here in just a little bit as well. Um, Patrick Mahomes, could he be the MVP favorite now? with a potential injury to Jalen Hurts. We'll discuss that as well. Real quick, Tommy, in the first segment here, we had Monday Night Football last night. The Packers are technically still alive uh, in the postseason chase. They they need a series of things to help and to win out. 
they looked pretty good last night, quite frankly, I thought. Uh, you know, the Rams defensively can still do some things. They were able to put up 24 with a chance to really make it 31 had they not kneeled it out right there at the very end of the game. Uh, Aaron Rodgers was was okay. Uh, it wasn't great, but he was okay. Uh, 230 yards, touchdown, and an interception. They ran the ball really well. Their young receivers seem to me, Tommy, to be really finding a groove a little bit uh, with Rodgers. It's taken a while. But the Packers, to finish up the season, let's just talk about their chances to handle their own business. They go to Miami and get Minnesota and Detroit at home. Now, you want to talk about a tough stretch to end the season. That's about as tough as it's going to get. Uh, they're going to get weather you know, games, most likely, as they typically do this time of year at Lambeau for Minnesota and Detroit, but they got to go to Miami. What would you say their chances of getting three wins in those three games are? Because I'm going to put it at about, I don't know, 20 25% at this point. Yeah, I think you're right. I, I Really, with, with Green Bay, the question is going to come down to, like you mentioned before, where those receivers are and, and how they're able to work well with Aaron Rodgers. And um, I, I saw yesterday that they released Sammy Watkins. It, it's been good to see these younger guys start to step up. And, and I think that them releasing Sammy Watkins is a testament to the way that the, the younger guys are developing. Romeo Dobbs and Christian Watson, um, they, they still have some veteran leadership with Randall Cobb and, and Alan Lazard. Um, but ultimately, this is a team of young receivers, and that's been a point of contention for a long time uh, between Aaron Rodgers and those receivers. And so, you know, they've underperformed and underwhelmed for a lot of this year. Aaron Rodgers has not played great uh, on multiple occasions this season. But yeah, they're, while their schedule is difficult uh, to end, if they can handle their business, um, January football with Aaron Rodgers, you never want to count him out. No, and they, and they get those games at home. I think the I think the trip to Miami will be the the biggest and toughest test of them. They're going to have to have a good defensive performance in that game. And their defense is, you know, they they played the Rams last night, so you don't want to take too much away from it. But their defense is their defense is pretty good. I mean, it's getting better. I I don't know. I mean, it's a nice story. At least it will make them fun to watch. I think down the yeah. stretch, um, it is. It's been an odd evolution this year for Aaron Rodgers, who seemed so frustrated early, but now so like at peace with things. Um, it's it's more fun to see him, you know, get annoyed with his receivers on the field and then you know laugh with them after the play than than in the beginning of the year when it just was so clear like. That, that did not seem like a happy place for anybody no. in Green Bay early in the year. It kind of does now. And, I, and, and that free, you know, I think, I think, you know, part of it for them is just like, okay, look, here's where we are. Let's, let's just go win these games. Like, why not? Why not us? That, that kind of thing is interesting to see. And I almost never, you know, root for the Packers' success. And I'm not saying that I will, but I think that it will be entertaining to watch them down the stretch here. Um and it makes you, like, because of that, it's like, well, maybe I kind of do hope they can get that win against Miami so that these last two games and the cold Lambo really mean a lot and all these things. We'll see. Uh, but yeah. a win last night, and they got to have three more if they want any chance at the postseason. And how many times have Packers fans begged and begged and begged for this team to utilize Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon more? And they are able to do that. The running game yep. looked good. Uh, last night, Aaron Jones rushing for 90 yards and A.J. Dillon getting in the end zone twice. 
if they want to continue to have a chance to make the playoffs, it's not only the young receivers and Aaron Rodgers, it's really utilizing that run game. And I think about the Packers, too, because, I, again, I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think they're going to win all three of those games. But I do think that next year, with Dobbs now and Watson sort of hitting a groove and hitting their stride, that things do look a lot more interesting for them next year than I thought. And and while I thought at one point, like, Rodgers ain't coming back, now I kind of think he now I kind of think he will come back next year. Uh, I, I don't think he wants to go out this way, and I think he has got a good chance to go out a little more on top if he if he comes back after this year. Eight six nine twelve forty is the number to call. Let's talk about that Hertz injury uh, and what it might do for Mahomes' chances in an MVP. We'll do that next on Sports Daily. having a great holiday week what is your favorite christmas song tommy that's a great question um man i don't know i think that i'm a big fan of the uh please come home for christmas i think it's bon jovi um i don't know that's always been a good one i'm a big fan of Run, run, Rudolph. I don't know. I like I like songs that are good. that maybe are not like the ultimate classics, like going back to the Irving Berlin, you know, stuff and Bing Crosby, but not the newer. Like a kind of in that middle, the seventies, eighties. I don't know. I'm, I'm a big fan of that. Where are you at with Robert Earl Keane's "Merry Christmas from the Family"? It's a great song. It's okay. a great song. I, yeah, I, I didn't know if you knew that song. Yeah, it's uh, it's fantastic. And yeah. um, it's it's probably my favorite, and it's along that same line. I love all the traditional ones, too. Uh, my son right now is just belting uh, jingle bells every night ah, when he's supposed yeah. to be going to bed, like, as loud as he can. So he, he's into it now this year. I misspoke. Please Come Home for Christmas is not Bon Jovi. It's the Eagles. And that one's probably, that one's probably up there for me, probably top three. I'll have to check that one out. I, it's not ringing off the top of my head. I know I've heard it because we've all heard every Christmas song, right? Um, there's a lot of good ones. There's a lot of good ones. Jad, what about you? Jad, Jad's favorite Christmas song is what? I'm not really a fan of Christmas music, to be honest. <laughs> all right. Well, you uh, gotta under, you gotta all understand. Right. Well, there's a Scrooge okay, coming in. Okay, Scrooge Chambers. Uh, you gotta understand. <laughs> I work at a radio station. I, uh, I just I get too much of it. There's too much exposure. Uh-huh. I don't know if that's. I don't know that I'm willing to accept that. Um, that's one of those things, Chad, that you just fake it and just pretend like you do. Otherwise, mm. people kind of look at you sideways, right? They're like, "Wait, what? 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 You don't like Christmas music?" Yeah, uh, just don't. You know who else doesn't like Christmas music? Scrooge, uh, the Grinch. Yeah, um, it's very true. They they're not fans either. So. Um, that's all right. You just keep playing playing jams for us here, Jad. And yeah, we'll, we'll yeah. all enjoy it together. Um, <laughs> hey, so we uh, I actually had uh, the the radio on the other day, and Merry Christmas from the family came on, and my wife was with me, and she had never heard it before, <sighs> and we were maybe thirty seconds in, and she was like, "What is this? Why are we listening to this?" And I'm like, "It's a a great song." 
Uh, she was not impressed by it. Um, was did not like it one bit. I feel like that's a song that that guys are gonna like a lot more. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's um, it is a very true and uh, you know, we really get to the crux of it, and that's the beauty of that song. Is that's that's really yeah. what Christmas is like. You know, it's not this wonderland. It's mom got drunk and dad right, got yeah. drunk at the Christmas party. Yeah, it's great. There's another one that's kind of a dark horse candidate for me, um, primarily because my dad played it a lot when I was a kid. Uh, and, and I think because you're from Texas, you'll probably recognize um, if we make it through December by Merle Haggard. Are you a Merle Haggard yeah. guy? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. And I. I didn't really realize the meaning behind it until I became an adult. And I'm like, this is a really depressing song. I don't know why. I mean, I like it, but I'm like, country this music is like, used to be that way. Yeah. Right. Country like, music used to be losing very his job and he bluesy. can't buy gifts for his daughter for Christmas. And I'm like, man, this is like uber depressing. Why am I listening to this? And now it's festive in its there own you go. special way. <laughs> uh, okay. So Jalen hurts. We find out yesterday kind of surprised everybody. Doesn't look like he's going to play. First, first, it was broken collarbone, might be done for the year. It's again where you got to kind of take a breath here. Then the reporting comes out that it's a sprained shoulder and that his status against the Cowboys is in doubt. Um, I don't know. We're not going to get a lot of real clarity on this, probably. Now, the, the, the news conferences, the normal news conferences for the NFL are thrown this week because of all the Saturday games. So we may actually get some more information on this today, I think, uh, because what happens on Mondays now will probably be happening today for the Saturday games. They had to flip around days off in the weeds. But maybe we get some clarity on this a little later uh, today as the Eagles will talk, I think, for the first time in the week. But Either way, Tommy, you know, he was the odds-on favorite for sure. He's no longer the odds-on favorite. BetMGM right now has Patrick Mahomes replacing him as the favorite. Um, So the question becomes, let's say Hertz misses just this one game. What at that point do you think— does is that if it's just the one game and he comes back and finishes and Patrick Mahomes does— Patrick Mahomes thing like he always does is that going to be enough for Mahomes to overtake him I still think that Joe Burrow is a really strong uh a really strong candidate as an MVP I kind of like Joe Burrow as an MVP candidate what do you think this potentially does for Mahomes though yeah, it's a really interesting question, and I feel bad for Jalen Hurts because, um, I, you know, if he didn't go down with that injury and he played the remaining all the remaining games that Philly has, um, I, I'm not sure that you can make an argument that he's not the MVP. Of course, this changes things because that game against the Cowboys is now in doubt due to that sprained shoulder. As far as Joe Burrow is concerned, yeah, he's played really well as of late. Um, he's still 10-1. to odds to, to win the MVP. So if you're looking for an opportunity to maybe make some money, that might be a dark horse guy that you can, you know, jump in there, put a little bit of money down and, and get a good return. If he's able to continue that ascent um, over the final three games of the year for the Bengals, because he really has come on strong in the last, what, five or six weeks. But as far as Mahomes is concerned, it's interesting because you look at what Patrick Mahomes does game in and game out. And it's remarkable typically he's usually making these insane throws and 
things that we've never seen before on a football field. But he's been doing it for so long now that he almost gets, I think, knocked a little bit because it's like, well, we, we, he's that's what he's going to do. Like it's kind of it's kind of old hat at this point, right? With Jalen Hurts, yeah. he came on strong this year, and the the media. Uh, and, and the fans, they love a, a good story, a new story. And Patrick Mahomes, while he's great, while he's Superman, he's not a new story. Everybody knows about Patrick Mahomes. And so with Jalen Hurts, um, I think that if he misses just this one game this weekend and he comes back and plays at the level he's been playing, I still think it's going to be hard to take, to take the MVP away from him. So let's look at a couple of things with Mahomes. Um, he leads the league in yardage, leads the league in touchdowns, has more interceptions than he typically would, and that actually yep. has him behind Tua and Gino in quarterback rating, which the fact that Tua and Gino lead that should tell you not to take too much from that specific category. Um, you know, So he's got about a three-and-a-half-to-one touchdown-to-interception ratio, and when you look at it that way, it actually – um, it actually looks a little bit better. So Jalen Hurts and Patrick Mahomes have essentially the same quarterback rating. Patrick Mahomes is is a thousand yards ahead of him in yardage, has thirteen more passing touchdowns. But the thing with Hurts that you have to do, obviously, is look at his rushing stats. And when you factor in his rushing stats, it gets a little bit different because he's, you know, that's a big, big part of his game is what he can do on the ground and and I think that you know that's where that's where this thing gets a little bit more interesting is because you know he's if he's he's right maybe slightly behind um uh, uh Justin Fields and Lamar Jackson as a runner but man he's not that much farther behind them he's rushed for 750 yards basically uh and he has 13 touchdowns so when you add that production in then you're talking about, okay, well, this is why that is. Because if you add the 13 rushing touchdowns to his total, now his total on touchdowns is essentially the same. It is the exact same number as Mahomes. The yardage total is the same, except, you know, about 750 of his come on the ground. So they are really close. And the Eagles have been record-wise just a little bit better. I, I guess it really, and I think I agree with you, you're betting on injury here. I still like the Burrow bet, and and I'm and it's only because they've come back and raged ahead so far, and and I do cook in some with Burrow, um, like heat check type things. Like he's going to finish strong if he if he gets up to forty touchdowns, which he'd need about three a game over the final three, and if he can get to the forty five hundred yard spot and. And they're in a position where they won a ton of games late and people consider the injuries that their offense has dealt with. I still think he's got a shot. But, yeah, it really does, I agree, Tommy, depend on how many games Hurts misses. If it's just one, I think now might be an opportunity to go get him at plus money again because that may not be enough to push him down far enough. Um, but it's interesting that the odds shifted as much as they did because he was a pretty heavy favorite. Now he's plus 450. And that's a pretty significant movement for a guy that might miss just one game. So I, I, I don't know what to do with this other than to sit back and hope that we get some clarity on his injury. Um, it's uh, who I want to make sure the Philadelphia Inquirer reports he could end up missing the next two games, 
Mm. So that's you know that's potentially that significant. Yeah, yeah, and and now I think I think that's what you're seeing cooked into that. What I also wonder now, as Gardner Minshew is going to take over at least in the short term, is what this does for the Eagles and their playoff chances. Boy, the Cowboys just have to be sick to their stomachs now, uh, because if you look at this and they're sitting there at eleven and three, two games behind the Eagles one game against the Eagles directly, and one more game the Eagles might not have Jalen Hurts, um, you, you feel like the Cowboys have to just be just be sick. Now, that other game potentially is against New Orleans, which the Eagles may be able to beat with Gardner Minshew too, so maybe it doesn't matter. But an opportunity now for a team like Minnesota, depending on what happens. I mean, Minnesota, who we don't think is a real contender here and who, who just continues to fool us and needed an historic comeback just to beat the Colts, could end up with home field. Yeah. I mean, I'm, that, yeah. that's in play. Something, right. Something else to keep in mind, too, is if Gardner Minshew is able to come in and win for the Eagles, and let's say this injury lasts for two weeks, and Minshew is able to win both of those games, I don't think it's off the table that the Eagles just choose to rest ahead, Hurts for the final game of the year, right? Like, if they've <sighs> yeah, already locked the up only... the one seed, if they've locked up the division, and Minshew's won those two games— why would you rush Jalen Hurts back and just rest him, get him ready for the playoffs? The only thing with that is if that happens and he sat three weeks and then they get a bye, right, he will then have gone basically five weeks without playing a football game. That is that, – that seems just a little bit risky. So I, it, it all depends on his health. If he's still remotely, you know – banged up on that shoulder yeah you sit him there's no question I think you do it anyway right even if they don't you know even if you don't have it locked up yet I think you roll the dice on Gardner Minshew winning one of the final three games their roster's really good all over the place and Gardner Minshew's shown us he can he can win in this league I don't know that it's going to come against the Cowboys maybe uh I mean Davis Mills almost beat him right right so I, we'll we'll see on that. I, do, I would have some concern, though, if I'm the Eagles, having to sit Hurts for five weeks, basically, before a game. And I don't know if he's, you know, if he's healthy and you want to just not take the risk. Maybe you can just get him some reps in, like, half of the final game just, just for something. I, I don't know. The, the one thing that's good about him, though, is he doesn't need reps to run the ball effectively, right? Like, that, that part of it's not. But timing matters and all that stuff matters and... You know, maybe in Philadelphia, the weather's bad and all these things that could come into play. They've got some difficult decisions that they're going to have to make down the stretch here. But to the original point, if this goes sideways, you know, Mahomes becomes the odds on favorite. He is currently the odds on favorite. Josh Allen actually moved up quite a bit after his really nice performance against the Dolphins. Uh, Two is obviously out of the equation. I would think Justin Jefferson and Tyreek Hill, I mean, we just know that this is a quarterback award, right? This The MVP goes to quarterbacks. Tyreek Hill and Justin Jefferson probably deserve to be more in the conversation than they are, but it is what it is. I do think it goes to a quarterback if it's not um, if it's not going to be Hurts. It's going to be another quarterback. But Josh Allen's now in the mix. So Mahomes, Allen, Burrow, those are kind of the three young guys anyway that everybody loves, right? And I do too. Their seasons are are interesting to stack up against each other. Allen is behind Mahomes for sure. Um, there's no in my in my opinion, there's no question he's behind Mahomes this year. I think he's behind Burrow as well this year, even though there his odds <clears throat> jumped up. And I guess the point of all this conversation is Tommy 
these final three weeks are going to say a lot about who wins this MVP. I think in a lot of years, this is already a, a foregone conclusion. I don't think that that's the case this year. I think for a variety of reasons, any four, any one of the four of those guys put Hurts back in the mix could be the MVP this year. And that's a pretty fun little storyline to watch down the stretch. Yeah, I think that you can have a philosophical debate about what the meaning of the MVP award actually is. You know, the most valuable player to a team, right? And so I think if you were to to compare Jalen Hurts and Patrick Mahomes, um, Jalen Hurts has been great and the Eagles have been the best team in football, but I'm not so sure that he's the most valuable player to a team in the league. I mean, that roster is really good. And there have been multiple games for Kansas City that without Patrick Mahomes, they don't win the game. Case in point, a week ago or two days ago against the Texans, where it took a flawless performance from Mahomes for Kansas City to win the game. So I think that you can get into that, you know, the nuances of what the what the award actually means. Um, but then you look at where these two teams are ultimately going to finish. You know, if you take the injury completely out of the equation, if Jalen Hurts is not injured and perfectly healthy and they both play the same amount of games, you also have to look at where the teams finish. And if Philly only loses one game and they're the one seed and they lock up the one seed in the NFC, then, I mean, I, I think it's tough to take it away from Hurts. So really this injury, I think, opens the door significantly for Mahomes to run away with this award. Without the injury, man, it's neck and neck. And I think you almost have to give the nod to Jalen Hurts. Let's let's take a break and spend some time on this because I, I think it's unfair to hold the fact that Jalen Hurts has had a better defense than Kansas City against his performance on the field in the valuable conversation. I think there are a lot of things you can factor into it. Injury, uh, the the burden shouldered, but we, we I, I do think it's silly to to factor in a defense on how an offensive player plays to some degree. Let's talk about that uh, as we wrap up hour number one, and then we'll have Dan Israel join us for the top of the second hour, executive producer of the Chiefs Radio Network. We'll continue this MVP talk on Sports Daily when we return on KFH. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. 
Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. But the fire is so delightful And since we've no place to go Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow Man, it doesn't show Bah humbug, right, Jad? And I'm really let it snow. Uh, listen, the timing on this is comically tragic, Jad, because it's going to suck later this week. Yeah, it's going to be bad. Uh, don't let it snow. White Christmas... No way. Like, this 40 below zero business, this massive cold front coming in behind a 50-mile-per-hour wind, no thank you. Thankfully, it's short-lived, and by actual Christmas, it will be back to reasonable levels. Um, When the snow goes sideways and doesn't stick to anything, that doesn't count. Okay, like, in in my opinion, I don't care how much it snows. If it's not sitting on the ground nice and peacefully... And you can't go play in it. That's not a white Christmas. That's a pain in the rear. Uh, not looking forward to this. Um, we'll keep you cozy here, but you know if you're if you haven't paid attention to the weather yet, pay attention to the weather because it it's going to get nasty uh, Wednesday overnight. It looks like as a massive massive cold front basically comes over the entire country and it's coming in quick and in a hurry. And I think the wind chill possibilities are like 40 below zero, Tommy. Like, that doesn't even yeah. – like, why do we even have numbers at that point? Like, that doesn't even make sense. We, what, what is that? Like, yeah. where, where, where does that come from? You're looking at the maps that uh, all the, you know, the different weather, you know, networks put out and all of that, and they don't even have colors to account for how cold it's going to be. Uh, you got the pinks and the blues and all of that. Then it just goes away. Like there, there's no color to even account for how cold it's going to be. What I'm looking forward to or not looking forward to is uh, that we have Wichita Thunder hockey games later this week mm-hmm. and uh, Wednesday. So tomorrow night, Thursday night, Friday night. Um, and so that's exactly what I think people want is a, um, you know, negative 40 below wind chill. And then right. they go out and watch a hockey game. Yeah. Ice hockey. Um, we've got to open the store at like 7 a.m. Hmm. 6.30 a.m. to be... <laughs> To be specific, on Thursday, do you serve uh, hot tea also? Because we're uh, getting there. People are going to getting there east. We're getting there okay. as fast as we possibly can. We're probably still, I don't know, a few weeks away from that. We're working through the logistics of that right now. But east will have hot drinks as soon as we can possibly get them, but uh, <laughs> not right at the moment. We're not there yet. Um, that's HTO, by the way. It's uh, it's it's. Ugh, bleh. I just I'm not 
I'm not okay with it. I'm not ready for it. We still have to function in it. Like, when can I have one of those jobs that when it gets like that, I can just stay home and not leave the house? That's what I need. Like, what is that job, Tommy? Yeah. Um, so speaking of that and speaking of the weather, Field Yates from uh, ESPN uh, tweeted this a little bit ago talking about the current estimates for the feels-like temperature at kickoff on some of the games on Christmas Eve on Saturday. And he included the Seahawks and the Chiefs. At mm-hmm. kickoff, the estimate right now for the feels like temperature is negative six on Christmas Eve. So that'll for be a like lot of the fun. Average the running average yeah. of games. Yeah. Yeah. Not not the coldest one though. Uh, right now, the Bills at the Bears on Christmas Eve. The current estimate for the feels like temperature at kickoff for that game is negative eleven. That's uh, that's pretty disgusting. We were talking about the Packers getting to go down to Miami. Maybe it is good timing for that. I, I can't imagine it's that bad in Miami. It's but I, I do think it's going to be cold everywhere. Um, all right, let's let's button up our, our MVP talk. And you mentioned Mahomes is more valuable to his team. I think these guys are all equally valuable to their teams. When you enter this part of the equation, like if you t- whether it's Josh Allen or uh, Joe Burrow or Patrick Mahomes or Jalen Hurts, I think you take those guys away for an extended period of time on any of their teams, and their teams aren't nearly as good as they are right now. So I always have a hard time equating value. You can maybe look at which player has overcome the most, uh, I suppose, even though, again, I don't know that that's totally fair to the other guys. I I think at that point, I don't know who it is because Mahomes has not had, I mean, they had the one stretch where they had some receivers hurt, but I mean, they haven't really overcome a ton uh, for Kansas City. The offensive line's been relatively healthy. Uh, They've... They've had their guys for most of the year. Josh Allen, sort of the same situation, right? Joe Burrow, I think, has overcome the most, which is the loss of Jamar Chase for a significant amount of time. That's significant. So I don't know how you equate the value part of that. I I do think it needs to be more about just who's the best player than who's the most valuable, because at that point, it's far, far too objective to try and determine that value of valuable. Well, if you want to look at Patrick Mahomes, he's on pace right now to set an NFL record for total yards, passing and rushing. So if you want to look at that objective stat Boom. right there, that's a better I stat to look the MVP, at to me. Right? Yeah, I, I think I think that's a better stat to look at. Now you also have to look at the context of the offense, right? The Chiefs the Chiefs run a different style offense that's going to be conducive to those kinds of things. And those are the nuances I think you can mix in a little bit, right? Like the, the amount of reps that an offense has versus the efficient nature of the offense. Like, that's where Jalen Hurts is going to shine a little bit more, right? Um, th- there's all kinds of things that can go into it, but, you know, most value to a team, I think they all have most, you know, I think they all have equal value to their teams because if you take those guys away, their teams aren't nearly as good as they were with them, without them. And that's why this award typically goes to a quarterback. Because for receivers, it's a little easier to you know to withstand that blow for some of these teams. We'll get uh, Dan Israel's thoughts on the Mahomes portion of this debate, among all the other Chiefs topics. Don't know that we'll get into Chiefsaholic with Dan, uh, but <laughs> maybe you never know. Eight six nine twelve forty. We'll come back. Dan Israel joins us to kick off hour number two of Sports Daily. Mm-hmm. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh. 